We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All systems are go. Ladies and gentlemen, Chris Van Vliet! Oh, yeah! How are you, beautiful people? Welcome back to another audio adventure here on Insight. I'm CVV, Chris Van Vliet, and welcome back inside the unbelievably beautiful Blue Wire Studios at the Wynn Las Vegas. So good. So glad that you could be in here with us as well. And you saw the title of the episode, The Formula to Going Viral. And I'm a big believer that the title of any of these episodes is a promise that we're making to you. And it's a promise we have to deliver on with these conversations. And that is exactly what we do with Ryan McGinn. He is the guy when it comes to mega social media growth. And he handles the content for some huge creators like Jordan Peterson, Grant Cardone, who's been on the show before, Ryan Pineda, who's also been on the show before, and dozens of other people. So you can check him out on social media. He's at Ryan McGinn. You can see the awesome content that he's creating on there. If you're not following me, it's also just my name. It's just at Chris Van Vliet. And if it's your first time here, please click follow or subscribe wherever you're listening to this right now. Our fan of the week, King Willie 18. He says, best interviewer. This is my favorite podcast. It makes time just fly by at work. I listen all day, every day. Man. Well, thank you so much, King Willie. That is a lot of listening. That's a lot of episodes all day, every day. Jeez. I appreciate you taking the time to leave a review on Apple Podcasts. We just hit 2,200 reviews on there. And so the show's like two and a half years old. So do the math there. Man, that's like, that's like two and a half reviews a day. Jeez. Now that I'm thinking about that, that is crazy. You guys are amazing. So thank you. I know that your time is super valuable. I appreciate you so much for spending it with us and spending it with Insight. And I appreciate so many of you that have gone over and above to leave a few words there. So if you have an iPhone and you haven't left a review yet, please just take a few seconds. We'll shout you out on the show. That's what we do. It's our way to say thank you. And if you've already left a review, Go back in, change up a word or two, add an emoji, take away an emoji, whatever it is, that refreshes it and adds it up there to the top. And that's one of the biggest things that you can do to help the show grow. And hopefully we can just continue to keep reaching more and more people. And if Spotify is where you listen to your podcast, they've got ratings on there. So go in there, click the five stars, and man, it'd just be so appreciated if you could do that. You may want to get out a pen and paper for this or... Maybe just make notes in your phone because there's so many actionable things from this conversation that you can do immediately. So please welcome Ryan McGinn. I feel like I should be calling you a guru. <laughs> That's what I don't know if I feel like I'm okay with that because it's like hmm. it's like there's such a negative connotation with guru. Well, what do you what should we be calling you? I don't know. A I don't mastermind. Like, like, I just know how to get people views, like myself included. Yeah. And, like, and that's the amazing thing. And like, this is zero disrespect to you, but you're not like a mega famous person mm. that has had multiple videos with millions of views. Yeah. Like, I mean, my personal account, I think we've done like, I've done like 10. Like, and we're talking TikTok here? Yeah, just TikTok. I've had three or four on Reels as well. Like, Jeez. And some of them are just, yeah, it's just my face talking, like, which is like, it's not me doing anything fancy either. I don't do anything fun. I just talk. Yeah. Like, and what you've been doing with my accounts is amazing. So thank you for that. Uh, well, thank you. Cause it's, uh, it, it's easy. That's what I, I kind of, when I started, I was like, it's easy for me to take somebody who's already cool and make them cooler and get them a lot more views. So 
most of my clients, I'm like, oh, they're pretty fucking cool. So I'm going to make them even cooler. Well, I, I've, I have a lot of content. I've, I've been, you know, I've had the great fortune of interviewing a lot of people. And what you guys are doing is you're going in there and mining that content and mm. going, oh, that could be a viral moment or that could be a viral moment. And now we've had a bunch of viral moments. Yep. Not as many as I would like on your TikTok, Not but yet. definitely your, your reels. So if someone doesn't have a TikTok account, there's going to be a lot of people listening to this that aren't mm. on TikTok yet. Should they be on this like yesterday? Well, I mean, you should have been on it a year ago, <laughs> but I mean, there still is time. I like to say like, you know, if you base it the timeline on like YouTube being popular and then Instagram being popular, but TikTok has been so amplified, especially with like what happened in the last like two years. Yeah. Um, a lot of people just scrolling on their phones. It like amplified the whole process to, it's like, but I still think it's so infant. Like it's not, you know, if you like, I mean, what is TikTok like? If you count that it was musically, but like, you know, it's only been TikTok for a few years and like Instagram didn't really pop off right away and YouTube took forever to really pop off. So it's like, there's still time, but the competition is coming. Like, I, I, th I think when TikTok first started taking off, people were going, oh, it's just another vine. Like this is going to last for a year and then disappear. It's been the exact opposite. This thing's just been taking off. Yeah. Like a year and a half ago, maybe two years ago when I started, like when I decided like I wanted to start my own TikTok, like I even thought it was kind of like, what am I doing? Like I'm 38 years or 37 years old at the time. Yeah. You know, I'm like, do I really need to be on TikTok? Like, is this like where I want the legacy to, to be or continue or whatever I'm building? Like, which I didn't really know. I still don't really know. But it's like, I was like, yeah, I'm going to dedicate one hour a day to this platform. And it turned, it rolled into like, I would film a video and I would edit it and I would cap it at one hour because mm -hmm. I had like, it was during, you know, when the world shut down. So there was, I only had an hour a day where my daughter would watch her shows and not bother me. So I would walk in, I, I made like a little set in my bedroom, like with some lights and like had, you know, a really expensive camera. So it, it makes everything look really good. So I was yeah. like, yo, I have the equipment, like let's go over the top with, with my TikTok and see what happens because everybody was using their phones. And me looking back at YouTube, I'm like, well, everybody started YouTube with phones, but now you have like, you know, Mr. Beast who spends a million dollars plus per video. Yeah. You have entire production studios that are built by the wind that are <laughs> putting videos up for, for podcasters. So it's like, eventually it will be high quality. It's just not there yet. And then you look at Instagram, Instagram started with nothing more than, you know, like a couple of filters in your cell phone camera. X pro two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then you, you know, with Visco, like, <laughs> and then you had a, uh, you know, then Instagram, now it's Photoshop, like, Plastic surgeries, like people go above and beyond for Instagram. So if TikTok follows that path, like it will be full out camera crews and professional cameras at some point. So yeah. I was just like, let's start it now. Like, and then I started it and I think it was like, I had never caught any traction on any of my other platforms. I'd always made a lot of videos, but like for whatever reason, nothing just popped off. And TikTok was the first one. I want to say it was like my, it was like 15, 20th video got like a million views and it was teaching people. I think I was, it was teaching people how to use a ring light. And wow, I was like, yo, there's something here. Yeah. And it, it, that drove like 10,000 followers overnight. Wow. And, and I had never seen anything like that in my life. And I was like, yo, let's keep going. And then it was like, you know, another month or two goes by, boom, another viral video, another 15,000 followers. And it's like, oh, I'm at 30. Like I spent four years doing fashion YouTube videos to get 28,000 subscribers. I just got in TikTok in four months. Yeah. And I'm like a nobody on the platform and I'm not dancing. Like, you know, <laughs> that's, I think we, yeah, we got to definitely talk about yeah. that. People think that TikTok is like 98% dancing. It, it is in, in my world. It is. I've never done a dance. I've never done a trend. I don't care what hashtags are popular. I have no clue what songs are popular. And I was like, if I'm going to build this into a business, I can't rely on external forces to tell me what I should be making content about. Absolutely. So I was, I then dove into the platform. And then the platform led me to Reddit, where there was whatever's popular on Reddit seemed to be popular on TikTok. Well, that's interesting. And then it was like Quora, you know, like you start seeing the commonalities. And I was like, yo, like if you want to go, if you want to get a lot of views on TikTok, you got to touch into what the community wants to hear about or what is already there and do it better than what other people are so doing. So you're answering the questions that people were asking online. Mm -hmm. We're trying to at least like with my knowledge and ability. You know, like, for example, it's like, how do you get better videos? Well, it's like, I know how to do it with, like, nice cameras and editing software. Mm -hmm. I also know a lot of people don't have that capacity or the willingness to want to do that. So it's like, it started with phone stuff. Like, here's how to make better videos on your phone. Like, 
um, wipe your lens before you film. That's a good tip. Like it's a great tip. You know, use your front camera, like your back camera, if you can, but your front camera, make sure you lock the exposure. So if like the sun goes down, it doesn't like just. And that to me is like stupid. I'm like, this is like, like video 101, and on TikTok that was like 500,000 views. I feel like there's a thing that happens when someone first joins TikTok where they got get a misproportionate amount of views to the amount of people that are following their account. Like, I think there's a lot of conspiracy theories with TikTok, and I think it's, I think they want to get you addicted to the app. So they do things to facilitate that, and that could be like your third video gets a million views, and you're like, like, I, I just hit the biggest dopamine rush I've ever had in my life. Let's do it again. And then that might not happen for another six months. You know? my, my girlfriend had four followers, posted a cute, silly video of our dog, and it got 160,000 views. And she was hooked. And now she has 37 followers. But <laughs> I think she's like, oh, my God, like, how did this happen? It's, they, they do a lot to, to facilitate. Like, there's a lot of smart people behind the app, like, forcing you to go. Yeah. And keep going down the app, down the rabbit hole, down the rabbit hole. And then it's, you know, then you're just hooked. And that's, I, I think that's what it is. It's a never ending scroll. Yeah. Like now Instagram copied it. YouTube's copying it. They know there's something there. They all wanted to deny it, but yeah. it's, nope, they figured it out. So it's the OG. Like I love TikTok. So do you think there's a recipe for going viral? I do. Um, controversy is always the best recipe. Mm. Um, in my opinion, uh, controversial topics work, tutorials work, how to's, matter of facts, like things, practical people problems. Like TikTok doesn't really do well with the, uh, what, what do I want to say? They, they don't do well with the flexing culture. Um, so it's like a lot of people come on there and they're like the fancy cars and yeah, they might get views, but if you want to get a video that gets not only a lot of views, but a lot of followers, you yeah. have to give them something tangible. They have to want to follow you. And then when they go to your profile, they have to, there has to be other stuff there yeah. to make them want to continue to follow. So like I've had videos go viral and get, a, you know, millions of views, but drove like no followers because they were off brand for the, for the, you know, they were me messing around. Like yeah. I made videos about LOL dolls, Hydro Flask, like yeah. certain products. And they just, just didn't perform like for followers. Yeah. And then I have another video, like right now I'm getting like a hundred followers an hour, like off of right now. Yeah. Like a 50,000 viewed video. That's you know, about just camera tips. Wow. Yeah, my most viral video on TikTok, and you and I were making fun of this recently, <laughs> <The> is, <job. laughs> is me very poorly throwing a spear at the Spartan race that I did recently. And it hits the target. But, you know, my, my technique wasn't great by any means, but it has like 3.6 million views, drove very few followers to my page. It's because it was so off-brand. It's a... Uh... These lights are hot. <laughs> do you want to take your jacket off? I do, actually. Okay, we can do that. <laughs> We're in a, you know, the, the lights are hot. They are. It's like a ton of them. Well, we got. it's, it's going to make you look good. Hopefully. Yeah. Or a sweaty mess. <laughs> Either way, I don't care. This will get comments on TikTok and people mm-hmm. will... Is it, did we just make a little TikTok clip right there? Probably. Maybe. Like, cause it's like, man, it's like, there's one, two, like 15 lights beaming yeah. down. How are you not hot? You're just used to it. But, uh, I think there's more than 15. You're just not. Oh, there's way more than 50. Because look at all the backlights we have. That is true. And you're not what, do you guys? Do you guys in the control room know how many lights we have in here? Like, you, you guys know how many cameras we have in here. So There's a lot. But either yeah. way, we don't talk about that. <laughs> let's, let's provide some value. <laughs> this is all, and, and I think that that's the mm. biggest thing, mm. is providing value. And people come on TikTok, especially the dancers. The, there's a lot of attractive people. And also, if you're an attractive person and you're giving good advice, you have a, a huge leverage advantage. Mm. Like, I think that that's, uh, I mean, me and Ryan Pineda talked about this on his podcast. Like, there is a, a pretty privilege, is what they would like to call it. Attractive people tend to garner more views on the platform because it's easier to watch them do what they're doing. Hmm. And if you're giving good advice while you're doing this, it's, you know, it's, you're just going to get more views. So if someone's been grinding away and they only have 300 followers, hmm. what would you say they need to start doing tomorrow? Um, look at your analytics, see what videos did better and make more of those, but make them better. Cause obviously if nothing's happening, yeah. your content isn't resonating because TikTok is solely driven on watch time. Same with YouTube, same with reels, same with shorts. Like everything is driven by the sole goal or purpose for every single person should be to just get the person to watch the whole video. Like, and I'm, you're a YouTuber, so you know how important yeah. that is. Like 
if that doesn't happen, the video is going nowhere. Yeah. You know, so when it comes to TikTok, it's even more important because you have less time to hook them in. So you have three seconds or so to get them in. And then you got to make them watch 20 seconds. And like, that doesn't sound like much when you're like, just thinking, oh, it's a 20 second video. It's nothing. Yeah. It's like, try to get a full watch time on a 20 second video and tell me if it's easy. It's not. Yeah. You know, so that's like, and then looking at like, you know, cause let's say the same person has like 37 followers. Like you're, you know, she made a video about like a puppy, but was it a Pomeranian? Was it a Husky? Yeah. Was it a Yorkshire Terrier? What kind of puppy was it? Cause I guarantee you the algorithm knew what kind of puppy it was. It's a cute little Chewini. Named Luna. A Chewini. So yeah. a Chewini, that's a tail, that's like a sign that, hey, Chewinis might be popular on TikTok. That probably is a good sign. We should probably make more videos of Luna. Put, just put the dog in every video. <laughs> Seriously. But what happens though, if you have a certain style of video mm. and then something else pops for you, should you follow that path? I mean, I, I'm experimenting my account a lot. And I started, you know, when I started on TikTok, it, I, I grew to like 30K pretty quickly. I had some viral hits giving camera tips, but this is like a year and a half ago. We were talking about this actually, you know, uh, I talk about this all the time with like my editor team and like my researchers that work with me. And it's when I was making camera tip videos, the market wasn't like a hundred thousand views is a lot of views, mm -hmm. but it, it like capped out. There wasn't mm -hmm. more people they could show it to you because there wasn't people interested in that on the app. Yeah. Now fast forward a year and a half later, there's a lot more people on the app. So we're reposting those same videos and they're getting hundreds of thousands of views because now there's more people for TikTok to show it to. So there might not be a market for what you were talking about yet. Yeah. Just like when you started on YouTube, like there wasn't niches. It was just videos. Like, yeah. So it's like, now it's like niches, like will be more and more important. Mm. Like they're not going to be like, I think you're still a year out before you have to be really niche down. And probably people are going to like say that that's bullshit. But um, like we just see so much data and videos that like the more broader the topic that kind of relates to what, you know, who you are or what you're about the more reach TikTok can give it. Sure. And then if your other stuff, when people land on the plat on your profile, like, cause that's the, the indicator. Like, you know, like when I talk to clients, I'm like, you know, if the views aren't as high, but the profile is, let's say you get 50,000 profile visits in one month and then your followers are like 40,000. Mm. So it's like, you almost got a 50% of, you know, click to like follower ratio. Yeah. That means that your content is on point. People like it and they want more of it. But if you get a million view video, you get 200,000 people to your profile and you get 10,000 followers, mm. there's something off. And I experienced that with my account a couple of times. And I'm like, hmm, they're just not liking, they, they're just not, like this video is good. They like yeah. this one video, but it wasn't enough to make them like keep following. Yeah. So that, I think that, that does matter. So that's why when you start an account, like I feel like TikTok knows if they let a video go viral, there's only going to be like one video on your account. So like nobody's going to follow you. Yeah. Like, cause there's, well, well, who is this? You know, unless you're, already an established celebrity which is then you're in a whole nother like like world how do you feel about reposting your own content i do it all the time how frequently um i haven't made a fresh video for my tiktok page in like two months wow okay so the yeah. stuff that you're posting now is it stuff from a month ago six months ago six months ago okay like and that's why like but it's, it's also what type of content you're making like the way that i look at it and like how i talk to my clients i'm like look we're making really good videos like that are going to, they're not based on trends. They're not based on like things like that. They're just educational, informative videos yeah. that will kind of hopefully outlive the app. You know, like when I talk about a video about a ring light, it's like ring lights aren't going away. That's the, yeah. they're going to be around five, six years from now. So that means that that video can continually be reposted it's evergreen. and drive views. And there's a lot of people that are like, well, I just want fresh and new. And it's like, okay, fresh and new is great mm -hmm. until you get busy. And then you're faced with the decision, do I not post or, well, TikTok, you know, sometimes the reposts do better than the original. In my case, they're driving more followers right now, you know, but I've also reposted a video that got 800,000 views, turned around a week later and posted it again and it got 500 views. Wow. You know, you never really know, but it's, I think right now it's more about the consistency than it is whether it's a fresh piece of content. But, it, but if you're just posting, I mean, for lack of a better term, crappy cell phone videos, <laughs> of like your dog, like running around, then it's like, okay, like maybe take 10 minutes and go film another video. Yeah. Like, but the way that we, like I personally make my videos, they take an hour, two hours per video to make. Yeah. Like they're hand subtitled, you know, like, and it's like, I'm filming them with a camera, like memory card to laptop, dump the footage, type it out, like word for word, color correct it, make it look pretty. Like they're not, you know, quick videos. Yeah. So it's, I just feel like it's a disservice if I only post this once and then forget about it. We're driven by the search for better. 
But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Spread the word. The JCPenney Friends and Family Sale is back. And this week, we're passing the savings on to you. Use your extra 30% off coupon to prep your home and style your family for Easter. That's extra savings on top of our great low prices. Plus, share your coupon with everyone you know and love. It's always better when we save together. JCPenney. Make everybody count. Offer valid 311 through 317. Exclusions apply. See store or jcp.com for details. You've created a template for the style of videos that you have now. Yes. <laughs> and, you know, it's Jordan Peterson and it's uh, Alpha M, Grant Cardone, my videos, lots of other people. Mm. And now I'm starting to see like copies of your style of videos. <laughs> yep. Well, everybody, the, the thing that people don't realize that goes into our videos, which is why people are paying us and like, paying us well to, because we get results, is the editing is like the, the sprinkles and the icing on the cake. Like, yes, like the subtitles, yeah, they take a while. And you can, there is no app that can do what we do with subtitles. Like, it's brains. It's human people typing, yeah, yeah. like moving text around and like spending 45 minutes to an hour making sure it's perfect. You know, if an app was available to do that, trust me, I would be using it because <laughs> it would save me and my editors so much time. But, you know, the, the core of the video, as in what topic it is, how it's filmed, and what is said and the flow in which it's said is what nobody takes into consideration about having a viral video. Mm. And I can tell you that every single, we made, last year we made over 500 million plus view videos. 500? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Like all different, 13 or 14 different niches. Like, and I have a spreadsheet with all of them. I'm sure people, if they're gonna watch this clip later, call them bullshit. <laughs> like, that's fine. Like, but there was a formula to basically every single one of them. It was a hook a riveting, compelling type of story or matter-of-fact type of situation, and it was educational. It wasn't just something crazy, like somebody jumping off a, a building or somebody doing running really fast and jumping over a car. Like, yeah, those go viral. Sure. Like, those are, but it's a much harder to make a video, like an educational style video go viral if it doesn't actually provide education or it doesn't hit on something that the audience wants to know about or yeah. that TikTok in general wants to know about. Because to give it the reach it needs to get a million plus views, it's like a, it's like a slice of pizza. You know, it's like if if you say you know this video is for men for for men, well now TikTok's only going to show it to men. Mm -hmm. So, and people in their speech say things without realizing it. Like what? Like you know, what's up, guys? Every YouTube video starts off yeah. with "What's up, guys?" Yep. Yeah, so even that. So from a TikTok algorithm standpoint, well, take a, oh, show it to guys. Mm -hmm. What about women? Mm. So you just alienated half the world. Like, and then it's like, next is like, you know, I want to talk to you today about, you know, the, you know, drilling, you know, the, the sawmill or, or drilling, a, drilling a, uh, putting a shelf on a wall. Okay. So it's like, if you said, what's up guys, here's how to drill a shelf on a wall. They're only going to show that to men about how to drill a shelf on a wall. They say, say, I'm going to show you how to put a shelf on a wall. Mm. You said the same thing, but now TikTok can show it to more people. It's the economy of words. Mm -hmm. Because the algorithm is that good. Like there, it is reading, like in our experience, lots of data, lots of videos, the titles, the hashtags, they don't really mean that much, at least from what we've seen. Um, they help in some scenarios, but I think it, we're experimenting right now with like hashtags because I think hashtags actually limit reach on videos because hashtags basically box it in before it even starts. Hmm. Like TikTok, if you watch a video, if you know, they show it to like, let's say 500 people. Yeah. They're not going to show it to your followers first. They're going to show it to random people on the For You page. Really? Yeah. Your followers see wow. it later. Wow. Like that's what makes TikTok different. Every single piece of content you put out, 
is like nobody's ever seen you before. Well, that's the amazing thing about TikTok is when I scroll through my For You, it's like 80% yeah. people that I don't follow. You got to like look for the people you follow. Yeah. Or my friend will be like, hey, didn't you see that TikTok I posted last week? I'm like, I haven't seen a video from you in like a month. That means you haven't watched any of his videos all the way through recently. <laughs> you know. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry to your friend. Yeah, come on. He makes great videos. <laughs> but that's, that's what people don't understand. It's how it's, it's what's being said. And then are people watching it all the way through? And, and I mean, even, you know, there's, you know, like I said, we, we see a lot of data. There's certain words that if they're said on TikTok, good luck seeing anything more than a thousand views. Give us a few of those words. Um, anything with depression in it, I've never seen a video do well. Like mm. the word depression, anything with COVID, anything with virus, like, you know, anything down that realm, nothing will work. Anything, uh, like if you're talking about suicide prevention, the word suicide, never seen a video. Like specific drug companies and drug names. Like I know it's like super conspiracy rabbit hole, but like we just post so many, like we post 750 videos a month. I'm working with some of the biggest, a lot of controversial clientele. Yeah. Like, you know, if so-and-so makes a video about, let's say their experience with depression and, and pain pills, it's not, even if wow. it's a heartfelt video. Yeah not going to get the views it deserves. So what video is at the very top of your list? Most viral video you guys have created? Uh, it was a prank video I made. <laughs> it's uh, one of your videos? I, I edited it. It's uh, Her name's Adley Stump. Uh, she's a Facebooker. It was like when I first started, I was working with a lot of like pretty much anybody. Now it's more all educational. Like I think our highest educational vid, I think is one of Cardone's at like 10 million. Um, right. But my personal biggest video was 48 million views in 48 hours. And it was- wow. It was a, a skit of a woman getting cheated on and catching her boyfriend cheating on her in the Starbucks drive-thru. And they, it was all scripted because I know the girl, um, Adley, she's a super successful Facebook viral creator. Um, she's a good friend of mine now. Um, I edited that, but I, here's, what, here's what nobody knows. Like, I edited that same video six times. Six different ways? Six, I, I, I re-edited the first five seconds of the video six different times. And on the sixth time, it got, a, it got 50 million views. What did you change? Like, I just kept messing with the order and like toying with people's like the emotion of like because they're good actors like they're good at what they do and yeah i mean this video went everywhere it was on it was 48 million on her account and, like it went on world star and got another like 10 like it was everywhere on the internet it got reposted it's like it's all over the place but it was like the the, the way that the the initial her finding out how she was being cheated on like there was like three or four different ways that i could have ordered the clips to make that initial yeah and it wasn't until I just showed that, like, <gasps> in the first three seconds that it, that it popped off. Man. Do you think that Instagram is now trying to do what TikTok's doing? Because I feel like videos do really well on Instagram and photos, not so much anymore. Uh, I mean, I think Instagram's confused. I think, I think they want to be everything. And by trying to be everything, I think they're just being nothing be, yeah they're just confusing people sure because it's like even when you go to post something like i'm like what this like i got a story i got a reel i got an igtv if that's even still there i got a i got this i got this like it's they just confusing. They, they just renamed igtv it see i didn't even know that because yeah. like, i just like post on my stories every once in a while and i post reels like that's you know and i think that like that's just the way i'm not using instagram optimally like because it's not really it's like an afterthought for me um, TikTok and now YouTube shorts are kind of like my attention and, you know, but I mean, yeah, I just don't, I don't, I don't get Instagram. It, it's, I think they throttle you based on your account size and like every once in a while they'll let you get a video that does well. Hmm. But like when I look at creators that have like a half a million, like a lot of our clients have like 500,000, 250,000, you know, million followers on Instagram, their videos, even when they flop do awesome. Yeah. But it's, it's like there's a, an authority level with the size of the account that's you can't really recreate unless you have the authority of the oh, that's account. That's interesting. Like, and I don't know if that's fact. Like, I'm just talking. But again, I look at a lot of accounts. Every yeah. <laughs> the virality that exists right now on TikTok also really seems to be existing on Instagram or YouTube shorts right now. Yeah. I, I think Instagram is, is limiting people, whereas TikTok and YouTube shorts are not. And the same rules apply. So it's like, you know, if I, if I had to choose right now what to go all in on, like a year and a half ago, I went all in on TikTok. Mm -hmm. like, and, you know, I still think TikTok is incredible and it's still like, you know, go all in, but like, it's just as easy to repost the same video to YouTube Shorts. The only <laughs> difference is when you're posting it on YouTube Shorts, there's a lot more data that goes into it. Mm -hmm. The title has to be on point, yep. description, 
keywords, like a lot more stuff there. Yeah, you got to understand you because YouTube is still YouTube. So like, I mean, the good thing is you don't have to put thumbnails on them. Yeah, that's it. YouTube is so good at picking something that's going to be an amazing thumbnail mm -hmm. just from watching the video. Yep. And it because like, I mean, all your videos have incredible thumbnails. Like YouTube channels have like they have video editors, they have thumbnail editors. Yeah. Like that's I think people behind the <laughs> scenes of like making content, people like People spend more time on their thumbnail than they do on the actual YouTube video. You got it. Like, so it's like it's good that they've kind of erased that aspect of shorts and they're letting people out, like, okay, like if they make a good video, let's let it go. Like, let's let's give it some reach. You know. I'm gonna say something controversial here, but on YouTube, I don't think that content matters. I think what matters is titles and thumbnails because you could have the most beautifully edited YouTube video. But if you don't have a great title and a great thumbnail, no one will ever click on it. I, I would agree with that. <laughs> I think people should spend more time on thumbnails than actual video. But but then when you come to the video, though, it's got to be good. Like, Well, I think that the, you, the title and the thumbnail have to hook you, and then the content has to be good to keep you around. Mm. But in order to have you actually go, oh, what's that thing? Because you could watch a thousand videos about ring lights, for mm. example. Yeah. But if it has a catchy title or a great looking thumbnail, you're gonna go, that's the one I'm watching. Well, in, in the short form world, the thumbnail is like the first three seconds. So what, what's happening in the, thumb, yeah, in the, in the first three seconds is like the new thumbnail. Cause, and, and I, like, I like to, when I'm explaining people TikTok and like, you know, they call it it's the, the, the hook, you know, it's mm -hmm. like, you know, you gotta have a good hook. It's like, well, that's still pretty general. Like anybody can say something that, that'll kind of like spark some controversy or a little bit of interest. But like from what we've seen, it's like, there has to be other things going on, like to also include to get people to be visually, you know, enticed to just watch past the first three seconds. Cause like you're also interrupting people. Like, like that's what like I kind of love about TikTok and YouTube Shorts and even Reels. It's like it's it's purely interruptive content. Like you're standing in, you know, you're standing in line at the grocery store and you're swiping. So like you might like the video, like you like see my video and actually like it and start watching, but the but you know, it's your turn to pay. And then I just lost you because you're gone. Yeah. Or it's like I use the the, the metaphor. was like when you like when I explain to my editors how important the first three seconds is, and I, I was like, envision this: you're sitting down on the toilet and you're taking a shit, and it's time for you to go wipe, and you're going like this, and my and our video comes across your screen. Do you stop wiping? <laughs> <laughs> like that's the that's that is the, the test. That's the test. Like, well, do you have a name for this test? I don't. I don't know what that is, but that's the, the shit wipe test. <laughs> maybe we should call it the shit test. Like the shit test. It's a good. It's a. It's a good. It's I mean, the we shit could test. And that's that's the way I, I was like. It's that important. Like, or it's like the next one that's more PG is like if your mom texts you or your fiance, your wife, your girlfriend, like, oh my god, I had a baby, and you just swipe up and keep watching the video. Like that's how good <laughs> they need to be. It went from Instagram, the term was the thumb-stopping content mm -hmm. because you're just basically scrolling, right? Endless scroll. And if something was thumb-stopping content, I think you were rewarded a little bit by the algorithm because they knew that you were looking at that, usually photo at that time. This is like, you've taken this to a whole new level now. Yeah, we, well, because you have to break, like, when I, when I sell clients, you know, and, and I'm, I am selling, they, they are hiring me for a service. Yes, we make videos and we post them every day, but... At the end of the day, they want these videos to do well because it's a lot. Clients are happy when they get many of you videos. Sure. You're, they're also hiring you, to be fair, because it's yeah. autopilot for them. It is. It is. But they still, I don't care. Like My whole phone is full of very important clients that obviously have other things to worry about, but they text me when they get a million of you video. Yeah. <laughs> like, they're like, dude, we're going viral again. Yeah. Like, and it's like, okay. Like, so that's like the dopamine hit. Mm -hmm. And I know that that's what they want. And so I need to facilitate that for one, for longevity. And two, I also have it broken down to, I know what a million views is going to do for an account. Yeah. Like, you know, in 90 days, if we can get you four to five million view videos, that's probably going to get you a hundred thousand followers. Yeah. You know, and that's knowing that like, I can predict like, okay, we put out this many videos. If we have this many flops in a row, we need to like, something needs to change. And it comes down to ba it's it's all statistics and data, and looking at each video to know well what do we need to add into this video to make this next batch of videos do well, mm. and then it always comes down to well what's being said in the first three seconds, mm. and then it's like and then it's like the second you know it's like okay we got them to three how do we get them to ten, because if we get them at least ten seconds in there's a solid chance they're going to watch the rest of the video because they've gotten into the meat of the video, mm. you know because usually it's like a hook. 
and then right into the content. And then those two things, if they happen fast enough and in a, a, an appealing way, like that will basically shit on any editing you can do to a video. Is there a sweet spot for time that you think? Most viral videos we have like consistently between 20 to 40 seconds. And it's interesting because TikTok just announced five minute videos, which they, seems way too long for TikTok. Yeah, they, they want you on the app. I think, I mean, we've had a couple of three minute videos get a million views, like when they open that up. Yeah. But I mean, I know one in particular, my editor spent six hours on that video. Six hours. <laughs> to get a million views. Jeez. How important are captions? I think, I want to say they're incredibly important because it's like people see, like, there's a good chance for people watching this. If you're on TikTok, you are either watching somebody that copied my captions or it's my team making the videos. Mm. Like, and you know, what happens is I actually, the funny story about subtitles, like I didn't have them on my videos cause I was spent, like I didn't have time to do it. So I was, you know, highly professionally edited videos. You know, I was worried about the hook and like what was being said. And I was really, you know, digging deep into that. And I actually got attacked by the deaf community on TikTok. Because you didn't have captions. Because I didn't have captions. And I was ignorant. I was like, don't you guys have an app for that? <laughs> like, you're on TikTok. It's a video platform. What do you, I mean, I'm like, I, you know, I, I'm like, I don't have time to do this. Well, yeah. then I, I literally, it was like a hundred comments of people like kind of being mean to me. And I was like, man, I was like, self-reflection. <laughs> okay. I'm going to make the most obnoxious subtitles I can. <laughs> so now they take me around 45 minutes, every video I do it. I hate it. I don't want to do it. Every single video, my editors don't want to do it. Like, but they do increase watch time and they make it like, I'm a marketer at heart. Like I love, I've made, I've, you know, for the last 10 years, I made money selling things on the internet. Like it's copywriting to me. Like those subtitles, like yeah. I want you to remember things throughout the video. Yeah. And what you remember is generally what we put in yellow and we make bigger. And, you know, it's just like you, you know, you click a banner ad or you, you're watching a YouTube video and you see this ad before you and you're like, oh, this looks interesting. Yeah. Like that, that's what I envision the copy, like the subtitles to do. But I want to just get my message heard to you and, and ingrained. And I know if you're reading it and that's why, you know, we use checklists, like checklists do really well. Like, yeah, but it's also speaking. Like when I make my videos, I speak in checklists. Like it's true. And then I know, cause when I subtitle, it's going to look really good Yeah, and it's going to, and it, so not only is it digestible, it's also easy to read. You know, it's like, and, and we use emojis, we use common emojis that people, nothing that nobody hasn't already seen. Like, and if we can say something with, you know, if, if somebody says shit and we don't have to write the word, we just put the poop emoji. Love the poop emoji. Like, you know, so, so there, we try to make it, it's also a way to make it a little more pop, like, was it the term pop culture -y or like more like. Um, I guess relatable because it's how people text, you know, yeah. so we paraphrase a lot on so, a lot of our clients, like, because in my opinion, it's like the video is saying one thing and the subtitles are saying another, they should be in line to about 90%. But also sometimes people say stuff, but they, but they don't say the complete thing. So we also use subtitles to add in more context, yeah. you know, to get the message come across so you understand it. Because we know if you understand what's being said, one, you're watching the video longer. And two, you're probably going to like the person and follow. I think there's been a lot of negative things said about social media, especially recently. Mm -hmm. I appreciate that the way that you guys are going viral with your videos <laughs> is by teaching people something mm -hmm. where the, I'll call it old fashioned way of going viral on Instagram was here's my Lamborghini or here's me not wearing a lot of clothes. Mm -hmm. You guys are actually educating people. Yeah. I feel like there's. And, and TikTok gets a bad rap for that because, like, the, the argument is, you what can you teach in 30 seconds? And, like, my argument is, like, well, if you can't teach in 30 seconds, it's too complicated. Hmm. Like, so, like, when it comes to going viral, it's like when I hear somebody say something, I'm like, that's a good video, but you got to get it out faster and clear. Like, it's, and that's, that is hard for a lot of creators. And I think that that, I don't know if that comes with, like, experience. Um, I mean, I've had to train myself to talk like that. I mean, this whole interview, I'm talking like that. Like, cause I'm knowing that I'm going to clip this later. And like, that's the whole, you know, the, the mindset I think is shifted from it's long form that like, well, Gary V coined the term, like the document don't create. So you create a yeah. long form piece of content and you chop that down and that's all your micro content. Mm -hmm. Well, in my opinion, it's switch, it's, it's pivoted. And now the micro content is the most important. It, that's such an interesting thing that you're saying because the micro content is now the gateway. Mm -hmm. So someone's going to watch this clip from this interview and go, oh, where's the full interview? 
Oh, mm -hmm. there's a podcast. Oh, that's why the background was blue. Yeah, it's, it's like a, podcast a $16 called... million dollar studio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, six, just I guess. But yeah, you're right. It's like the gateway that leads to the longer content. Mm -hmm. That's so interesting. I, I think in my case specifically, it's the TikTok clips, it's the IG reels, it's the YouTube shorts that then lead to maybe my YouTube clips channel, CVV Clips. If you haven't mm -hmm. subscribed yet, please subscribe right now. I'm trying to grow, grow that channel. You should. Mm -hmm. And then it leads to the main YouTube channel. So it's like, you know, the gateway drug to the rest. And, and it's also too, it's, I think and another argument that you hear people say is like, oh, well, you know, how much influence can you build in like a TikTok video? It's like, well, not much. It is 20 seconds. And like, I can give you a really great tip about like, let's say a ring light in 20 seconds. Is yeah. that going to change your life? Probably not. But you might go to my profile. Yeah. And then when you're scrolling down, let's say you watch 30 of my 20 second videos, like, I'm really bad at math, but that's you know, like five minutes of, of watching my content. That was yeah. like a five. But the diversity, and this is where I think people, like, they're, they're kind of closed off on this. You've now watched, let's say, 30 videos of me talking about different stuff. Mm -hmm. You go to a YouTube video, it's like you're watching a five-minute video. Here's what you do with a ring light. Or here's what you do with, you know, with mine, you might have watched a video about a ring light. I also had one with four million views that talked about how to go out by yourself to meet friends. You also, that was a great tip by <laughs> yeah. the way. Really like, was. But that's like, I mean that, that's just like, you know, that's just me. It's like, Oh, I can make a video about this, like post it on TikTok, and people might like it. And I don't think that everybody realizes you're an expert in something, not you specifically, anybody, mm -hmm. everybody is an expert in something. Mm -hmm. What's the thing that you're an expert in? Turn that camera on and start talking about it. Yeah, and, and, but think about doing it in an, like, don't come at it from like, this is like, I'm doing this to build something for me. Come at it from like, I'm going to, I have this really unique way of like woodworking. Let's break this down and teach this to other people so they can get the same enjoyment out of this as I do. Mm. Like, and I think, but everybody comes at TikTok specifically because it's the easy platform to go viral on. Like in Newsflash, it's not that easy. Not anymore. Like, and the, they, they come at it from the me, me, me angle. And I, I just don't, I think that that is fading. Like TikTok, I mean, I think TikTokers, like the, the audience, like I have a lot of respect for the audience on TikTok. Um, while I think there are a lot of, you know, they're a little soft, they, they could be a little tougher. Um, they, yeah, the audience is mean on TikTok. Yeah, they, they, but they tell you. And Twitter's like, also the mean, like the meanest problem. Yeah, I don't know. Twitter's very mean. Twitter's pretty mean. Yeah. But like, tic, like the audience, like they'll, they'll tell you if your video is shit or not. Yeah. And it's, it's up to you to like either move forward from that or, you know, create better from that or, just get mad at them and keep doing what you're going to do. But like the audience, the, the audience drives TikTok videos, whether they watch it all the way through or whether they share it with their friends or, or they're writing mean comments in the, in the comment box, like they drive that. And what is popular on TikTok? It's what's popular everywhere else. Yeah. Like, so it's, and what's, if it's on TikTok, like on a Friday, it's probably going to be on YouTube by Monday or Tuesday. Mm. Like, and, and I don't think people are realizing how fast that is happening. They're, they're still stuck with the, you know, that's nah, just, you know, it's TikTok. Like, cause we have a lot of clients that their main focus is still Instagram. And they're like, you know, yeah, I don't post whatever you want on TikTok, you know, let your team do this. But like, I, we can't put that on Instagram because I'm worried about what people think. I'm like, if you have reservations about it, then we shouldn't be putting it on TikTok because that's more important than our, like. I've got a lot of pushback every time I'm like sharing on Twitter or I share on Facebook or I share on the YouTube wall where I'm like, oh, join me on TikTok. Get a lot of pushback from people going, yeah, I'm not like 14 years old. And I'm like, oh, wow, I think you're really missing out here. Yeah. I mean, they like to think like people still think it's a young app, but like, I don't know the statistics. I probably should, but like, I mean, my demographics are 18 to 30. Yeah. Uh, mine are about the same. Yeah. I think you probably know. Yeah. Than <laughs> I mean, most everybody's demographics are 18 to 30 on TikTok, but there are a lot of older creators like blowing up like and gary v is a great example of that mm. yeah he's just he's a machine like he, he he's very forefronting like, yeah you know but he's also like i i love his messaging as a whole but i also think he he sets people up to fail with like an over passionate type of way because it's just like you you like to forget to tell everybody that you have like a 50 person team creating your videos yeah and you know yeah post nine times a day it's like, okay <laughs> you know it, like I personally don't believe in that. I, I believe in sustainability. Uh, and if, if all you can do is one video a day, but it's a good video and you put effort into it, do that. If you can only do four or five a week, do that. Like it has to be, but like, I'm just a firm believer that production quality does matter. Like at least if you're, 
trying to grow a brand or grow into something where you might make money from it. Like, cause if you're selling anything, whether it be a, you know, a skincare company or a, you know, TikTok likes to hate courses and coaching, you know, but even a service, like if all my videos were filmed with a phone, yeah, like, you know, I probably couldn't charge what I charge for my clients. But when it comes to the professional camera, team of editors, like we, we, this is what we do. We're professionals. Like you get professional quality videos that if you want to run as ads, you can run them as ads. You want to post them on all the other platforms you want. You want to save them in an archive and post them a year from now. Yeah. They're going to last. Like, you yeah. know, your grainy cell phone video. Yeah. It might be authentic and real and it might really capture the essence of you, but a brand's not going to pay for that. Well, perception is reality. Mm -hmm. And I say this all the time with podcasts. The best thing about podcasting is anyone can podcast. <laughs> the worst thing about podcasting is anyone can start a podcast. If your podcast sounds awful, then people are going to think your podcast is awful. Mm -hmm. If your podcast looks great, even if it's not, people are going to perceive it to be great because it looks really good. That's true. And it makes people watch longer. Like we were talking about earlier, like when things are like are beautiful, or in an aesthetic way, aesthetically pleasing way, yeah. you watch them longer. Yeah. Like, you know, at, you see this with women. Guys love looking at pretty women. Sure. Like, you see this, women like looking at attractive men. Yeah. Like, you like looking at, like, the podcast studio is very aesthetic. It looks pretty. So, people stop by, they're yeah. going to look at the studio because it looks aesthetic. You know what that does? Increases watch time. Makes people watch your videos longer. Yeah. You know, and when it comes to TikTok, like, an extra second could be the difference of 100,000 views. Mm. Like an extra five seconds might mean that you're getting five million. Wow. Like, and that's, I don't think, you know, and that's why we, like when we do stuff, we, it's like an arsenal of things. It's like really good hook, really good meaty video that actually helps good. Like, you know, the subtitles, like the, they're engaging in the first five seconds to let people know exactly what they're about to watch. They're easy to digest. So all these things, like if you're like one, if like a timer goes off and somebody swipes and your video starts, it's like, you know, red counter one, two, three. Four. The longer that thing keeps counting, the more views you're going to get. It's like a game show. Yeah. It's you like, know? you know, it's like in, I don't think people think about it like that, but it's a, they just put stuff out there and hope that it's going to happen. But that's a lot of people. Yeah. And, and you, that does work. You know, like it's the same, you know, the clock's right twice a, a broken clock's right twice a day. Like, yeah, you keep doing that. If, if you stay around long enough, you'll get views and you might get a follow. You, you'll, it'll be quicker if you do it shirtless and you have abs or you're a really attractive girl. But if you're just like a regular person trying to teach things, like all of these things come into play. So what are three things that someone can do right now with their next video to try to go viral? Three things to go. Well, that's the one of the trigger words for TikTok is viral. Really? Um, I, I, let me share that story really because it's fascinating. Please. So on my, people who are watching this, you can go back like two weeks on my TikTok profiles. There's a video that starts with um, every two seconds was the video. We originally posted that video. I think it was like 12, 13, 14 seconds long. I forget what the exact length is. Posted the video. The title was a two-second two second trick to make your videos go viral. We posted it in the little, t the little caption that TikTok gives you. Posted in the title. And then the hashtags were hashtag viral video, hashtag how to go viral. All the things you're supposed to do. Yeah. The video was up for an hour. got 350 views. Like, I was like, nope. This is, this is a flop. Like, we know within the first hour if the video is going to do good. Yeah. I was like, this is a definite flop. Mm -hmm. Like, and uh, Luis, who works with me, I was like, yo, let's like, like, he posts a lot of my videos. He posts a lot of the accounts. He's like, yo, private that video, repost it right now, take out anything that says viral, take away all the hashtags and don't even put a title on it and then repost it. That video got 780,000 views. Wow. That's amazing. Like, so that said, I was like, why did this happen? Yeah. I was like, well, two things. One, the word viral could be on that suppressed words list because it is kind of related to some things that are talked about in the world right now mm, okay. that they might've just put that in that bucket. Like, yeah. And then the hashtag, same thing, just solidified, but also the hashtags gave it, gave TikTok a reason. Like maybe they showed it to like a hundred people and then those hundred people, it just didn't work right. And the video flopped. So by removing the hashtags and just letting the content do what it's supposed to do, yeah. TikTok just showed it to people. And it got 100% watch time. All right. Well, then let me rephrase the question. What are three things that someone can do on their next video to try to get a million views? Pay really good attention to the first three seconds of your video. And I know I say pay attention. It's 
provide something that is thought provoking or will get them to stop scrolling. Like, and do it in a well-lit, vibrant area or have good lighting or some sort. And then focus on delivering, like whatever is being said, say it in a way that actually provides an example or a way for the audience to relate to what is being said. A term we like to use is just say, can you give me a for example? Mm. Like for example, what did you do on that last video to get it to go viral? Mm. Or what did you do on that last video to get it to get a, a million views? Well, you know, I removed this, I did this, I did this. So the more you can give a for example or a personal story that attaches to what is being said in the hook, which is usually what's, you know, the video is about, will make them watch the whole thing. And it's a practical, it's, if it solves a practical everyday person problem. Hmm. And I say that because, yeah, people like to watch videos of like, you know, what's it like to have, you know, you know, a, a Lamborghini and you can't drive in the Hollywood Hills. Like, it's like, well, I don't live in Hollywood Hills. I don't have a Lamborghini. Fuck this video. About. <laughs> like, but it's like, hey, have you ever hit your front bumper on a parking curb and ripped it off? Yeah. That's a practical everyday person problem. Yeah. Like, right. So here's a video on how to not do that. Look, I could talk to you about this literally all day because <laughs> I think that this stuff is, it's so fascinating. And you, you provide so much value because you, you're in the trenches. Mm -hmm. You see this stuff every single day. You know what works and what doesn't work like instantly. I do. <laughs> is there something specifically that people should be staying away from other than that list of words that you were talking about? Um, it's not really specific because I don't like to tell people to not be who they are. Um, but then maybe that's the thing they should do. Be who you are. Yeah, I think, I think but people come at it like there's, there's a, a problem right now and I, I, I kind of discovered this problem. Like, a lot of people are too relatable but not educational. Hmm. Like, I think that there is a need for people. They want to learn something from somebody. And that's really the only reason that you would follow somebody. It's like, it, you know, the audience member is selfish. So like when you lead with, like when you lead with nothing, but like, this is my experience, this is what works, or this is what I've learned, I'm teaching it to you. Like the, the guard goes down, like, and they, and they learn from you. They may not, they may watch another video, they may watch 10, who knows. But I think like people are coming at it and this could be due to like what social media kind of was is a lot of people sharing these relatable moments and like they're always you know making videos about what's going on in their life and this and it's like at the end of the day the audience doesn't care they don't care about you they care about how you can help them or what they can learn from you if they can make money if they can you know they have their own problems and you're interrupting their problems with like with hopefully a solution yeah so be a good solution yeah i love it <laughs> People are going to take so much out of this. I hope so. Um, you know that I end every conversation talking about gratitude. Mm -hmm. So what are three things in your life, Ryan, that you're grateful for right now? Well, I would say TikTok because when I, we didn't really <laughs> yeah. talk about my, my main story, but like when I, when I posted my first TikTok video, I was like $15,000 negative in my bank account because all my clients had canceled and asked me for refunds. And I was- This was with a different business? Yeah, I was uh, same similar business. I had a content like you know we repurposed a lot of stuff, and yet when the when you know lockdown happened, uh, they all canceled, and then like I'd already delivered a lot of the work, and they said nope. They all did, submitted refunds, and it got to the point where I couldn't afford to give refunds anymore because I didn't plan for twenty thousand dollars to come out. Yeah, and yeah. So when I posted my first TikTok video, there was I was like I actually went to the bank and pulled out all the cash in my account so I could pay my bills. Wow. And then went negative, and then they just kept hitting me with fees like. But eventually that I fixed that problem. But TikTok was what fixed that problem. Like I was like, wow, this is something. People saw it really quickly, wanted to hire me. And then now, like TikTok is like this year we're gonna do a million dollars off of TikTok. That's like, incredible. And that was a year and six months ago. Wow. All right. So TikTok's number one. So the second is uh being able to support my employees. I never thought I'd be in a position where I could be like nine people's full-time incomes. And, and growing and growing yeah. and that that to me is like something that like i just it's a lot of responsibility but it's like this is really cool and like i love that i'm able to i guess provide jobs to in situations where i mean you know people are, are struggling so it's pretty cool and i like to pay people that are creative very well so and then i guess the last thing would be uh, I don't know, that darn, darn third one. I had two good ones. I'm trying to think Those of the are third. two good ones. Uh, so many things to be grateful for. Yeah, the third one would be, I gotta say the family, you know, my fiance and my daughter, because if it weren't for them, then like, I mean, it's a very hard conversation to have with your fiance when you are negative $10,000 in your bank account. Sure. And then you're trying to sell her on, hey, this little app might make us rich. <laughs> <laughs> 
you know, for like the fifth time I've had this conversation with her (laughs) trying to do stuff. Uh, But yeah, she's, she's been awesome. And then just having a kid or my daughter's six, like she's forced me to really think more long term. Mm. Um, And actually now I feel like I've built something that is like worthwhile. Um, And it started from 20 second videos. Look at you, man. <laughs> Which is also, I think, the most inspiring part about that is anyone can do it, mm-hmm. starting with 20-second videos. Yeah, anybody can do it. Like, literally, it's the Wild West still. Don't, I mean, I know we talked about competition, but, like, if you're listening to this and you're like, I, I don't like, a lot of what I say probably, like, stops people because I'm like, you need good production value, you need this. But, like, at the end of the day, like, you have to create. Your first video, your first 100 videos are going to suck. It's just get those first 100 videos done as fast as you can so yes. that the 101 video is really good. Yeah, and just start. Like, like, stop looking at all the reasons why you can't do this and look for the one reason why you can do this. Exactly. And yeah. start. Just start. Like, it's so easy to start. There is no barrier of entry anymore. Yes. Like, and to quote your pot, like, that's why a lot, a lot of people will do it, but there is not a lot of people that will keep doing it. That's the biggest thing. Like, pod fading is a real thing. They have a term for it. There's a real term. It's called pod fade. And I think it's something like the average podcast lasts seven episodes. That, and that seven's not even that much. Not at all. But, but it's because you put so much time into booking the guest, researching the guest, mm-hmm. recording the episode, editing the episode, uploading the episode, promoting the episode, and then you get 11 downloads and you go, what a waste of my time. And then your next episode gets 16 downloads and you go, this is, and I think people are looking at the wrong way instead of going, man, I just got 40% more downloads. They're going, this isn't worth worth my time. Or I just learned how to do this. That's it. (laughs) And most people just look at the metrics and go, that's it, I'm out. Yeah. And you see it a lot with short form too. Like just content in general, like people will make it. Like when I I started doing TikTok, I was like, I'm going to give it 90 days. I'm going to do 90 videos. Let's see what happens. Because I know like, like, and I had that when I, when I was on YouTube, and I was like, how do I do this? I was like, if I make a video every day for 365 days, something will happen. Mm-hmm. Like, and that was how I looked at TikTok. And I was like, the, the timeline seems to have amplified quite a bit. So like, if I can just do this for 90 days, I think something will happen. And a lot of things happen. <laughs> so yeah. it's like, I, with, like, when I tell people, it's like, if you can do shit for 90 days, like, <laughs> just, just stick, stick it out. Like, yeah. And if you're an educator, it's literally just put yourself in a vibrant lit room and talk to your phone. Like, yeah. If you can afford it, buy a microphone because it really does make things a lot better. And, Big time. and I'm a fan of ring lights and they're cheap too. So I would say just print out like number one, two, three, four, five, all the way up to 90 mm-hmm. and then literally cross it off mm-hmm. every single day. Mm-hmm. And that'll do two things. One, it'll keep you motivated to keep going. And number two, when you're on day 86, you can go back and go, look at, oh, look at all the stuff I've done. It's, it's the creation of a habit. What is it? The 21 days or like... Like content should be everybody's habit and like it should be something that they just do like especially if you have a business or if you want a yeah. business like yeah like it's no longer an option it's okay i have to do this yeah like, and and you see it at scale now and like that also means that you have to get good at it faster i think you've lit a fire under a lot of people that are listening so. to this right now so ryan thank you so much for coming by thank you for having me at this amazing studio that i feel like I feel like the studio makes me a lot more important than I actually am, but uh, but this is awesome. You are very important. <laughs> and I'm documenting every second of being here. <laughs> I love it. Thanks, man. Thank you. Okay, that is it's a lot of tips and tricks and just knowledge right there. I hope you can take at least one of these things and apply it to your social media account. Huge thank you to Ryan for joining us inside the Blue Wire Studios at Win Las Vegas. Thank you to you for being in there with us as well, and also for sticking around all the way until this end part right here. That's how I know you're a real one, because you stuck around until now. Share this with someone who you think could learn a ton from this, and take a screenshot. Let us know that you're listening. Tag us both on social media. It's just our names, at Ryan McGinn, at Chris Van Vliet, and we'll leave you with the words of Abraham Hicks. I love this. When you focus on the good, the good gets better. Be great. Be grateful. We'll see you on the next one for some more insight. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. 
I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 